In the last episode of the Lesser Journey of a Road Traveled, I spoke about Wild Atlantic Ways Media and gave a brief autopsy into where it all went wrong. I also gave a synopsis into suspicion surrounding loyalty and trust by those people who had latched on to my, my idea, my creation, and how it's proven right when they run off into the sunset with my information and created their own entity. Today's episode, I'm going to be delving a little deeper into that trust and talking about a recent situation that has got me questioning my own self, what I do and how I trust others, and exactly how I'm going to learn by this. Welcome along to the lesser journey of a road travelled. One individual's plight with life on life's terms, dealing with the highs, the lows and everything in between. My name is Mickey James, podcaster, motivational speaker, entrepreneur. I've created this series of episodes specifically as an invite to you guys to journey with me into my personal life, looking at the challenges that I face on any given day, how I process these challenges, how I use them constructively in my life to be the best version of myself. Okay, so from the outset, I'm going to give a bit of a disclaimer. These are my personal views. And I do believe that there are three sides to every story, my side, the other person's side and the truth. However, the middle section, the other person isn't available for question because they have decided to um, break ranks with me and um, everything else like that. So trust has always been a big issue for me Uh, growing up. I kept very closely guarded secrets to my chest with the whole gender identity thing and took a lot of courage to talk about that when the seams started splitting in about 2005 onwards. Over the last 12 years of my life, I have been on a very, very, very heart-wrenching and tough journey to try and accept myself, to gain the recognition that trans people need And then to turn around and realize that I'm fighting a losing battle. Go back to the way things were. It was a lot easier. Other people have come along and they have helped steer me in that direction. Their eyes light up when I go and do welding courses and and I have my hair cut and things like that. Because it reminds them of their own insecurities. The same individuals claimed to be friends of mine, and I've heard this all before. People claim to be friends of mine. They want to uh, pick my brains over a certain number of things, and then when you give them the information, they're gone. They know where to be found. And when your back's against the wall and the going gets tough, well, they're definitely gone. Nowhere to be found or anything else like that. I recently found myself in an age-old situation where I had done something to help somebody else out. I got myself into a bit of financial difficulty and when I asked for the favour back, I was met with excuses and on top of that, personal attacks and slurs towards me. These people have no idea what my journey has been about what kind of hardships and struggles that I've seen, 
They don't know me as an individual. And the reason why I say that so confidently, because I don't even know myself. I spent my entire life creating a persona and a personality that I wanted the world to see. I didn't know who I was. The real me was locked away inside of a tower, pretty much like a fantasy or fairy tale. Created these barriers to keep people out. And therefore, in keeping people out, I didn't let the light in. As I say, I created these personalities to try and use as a diverge, a, a diversion or smokescreen to um, divert people away from the real me. And only now am I really getting to know the real me. The personality I dreamed of were successful in their lives. They were able to create businesses and make them successful and go to college and get an education. I was nothing like that. I dropped out of education from a very, very early age. I had no interest in it whatsoever. I was even able to manipulate my mother through her own addiction and dependency into not performing the basic tasks of life because I was so disgusted and repulsed of who I was. I absolutely hated who I was. But things like personal hygiene, oral hygiene and things like that, they're very strange entities to me. And something that I find very embarrassing, yet I also have a condition that I know there is nothing that I can do. Being this thing that produces testosterone that's physiologically different is, is not a pleasant experience in my eyes. And it's something that nobody should ever go through. Yet, being transgender seems to be a buzzword. It seems to be a fashion statement these days. And um, to those who know exactly what it's all about, it is far from that. I can guarantee you know. So anyway, I am moving on from all this. There's a lot of things that are trying to derail me and everything else like that. And as I said there recently, I was faced with a situation where this one individual borrowed some money off of me because it was to get them over a bit of a hump. They were going to a christening over the weekend. They didn't have the money to go with. I had the money and I turned around and said, listen, I need that back before next payday because I got car insurance. And when I went back to them, oh, well, I, 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 and all this, all this, uncertainty in the past i have had to bear the brunt and the burden of all that kind of stuff because i always looked out for other people and having no sense of self you don't have a value on self i remember one of the very few people that i trust in this world said to me in a statement very publicly and in a manner that I had never seen them speak before. When I turned around and said, I have to keep my expectations at zero. That way I can't be disappointed. How dare you, they said. You expect the best and you get it. I didn't know exactly how to do that. And it's taken me a lot of pain and hardship to realize the sense of self-value that I have today. The other people that I trusted within my world 
were those who guided me to where I am today and those who show me dedication and loyalty are saying to me, if I make a statement and a promise to you, I guarantee I will fulfill that promise. So many times in the past have I heard this, that recently a mental breakdown in work and reincarnation of those brutal memories had led me down this pathway of self-doubt once again. I spoke with my team leader, who's had many a conversation with me about their own personal journey. And I told them of my insecurities. And that was what I was met with. If I make a promise, I will stick with it. I've never known people to be loyal to me. They've only come in to rob me for what I have and then to run away. I was talking there the other day about childhood memories and childhood flames and crushes and things like that. And I was quickly led to an evocative memory of being beaten up and stripped of thing possessions that other people wanted because I refused to give it to them during the day. They stole my sweets. They stole my toys. I was a child at the time. And yet a few weeks later, they were eating my birthday cake at my birthday party, pretending like nothing had ever happened. Sweep it under the carpet. That was the thing that was always going on in the past. And yet these memories have a, a long-lasting effect. I always wanted people to like me. And I thought that the way in doing so would be to buy their affections, to give them everything that they could and to meet their needs. I never liked saying no to anybody and saying no was one of the hardest things that I ever had to learn to do. However, with the creation and the, the support of, number one, my head of department in college, the counselling services that went through that, I've learned to develop a relationship with me that is second to none. And now within the professional capacity within my work is my team leader who I pay tribute to, who is a legend because they are teaching me about a mannerism and a behavior pattern that I realized that I never, ever had. I was in conversation with this person and they were talking about a franchise that they had back in their home country and how they turned it around. And I realized at that moment in time and the conversations that went on afterwards was I felt inferior. I had never done anything like that. I had always dreamed of these opportunities, these fantasies and everything else like that. The stories that I told people that made me sound like a success. And yet here I was a complete failure. But I realized that by getting up and putting one foot in front of the other and keep getting knocked down and having all that, that hardship piled upon you, people putting their, their foot in your face, turning it round so as you're licking the gutter all the time. In my own rights, I'm a success because I'm sat here today talking about it. And I can relive those memories and I can relive those feelings and emotions that once drove me down. And I can drive forwards now with the knowledge that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. 
So trust with me is as an entity that is very, very hard to get. And a lot of people have gotten it and proven their loyalty to me by abusing it. The most recent situation was when you receive text messages there a week after you've asked somebody back for the money that you lent them, a barrage of demands and abuse and things like that. You must pay me back this because I have done X, Y, and Z. Sorry, buddy, that ship set sail a long time ago. Ain't going to happen. You must do this, that, and the other. Don't worry, it's already done. I want no association with you whatsoever. I continue to motor on in my own little way. I feel like it's me against the world right now, once again. I've been in this position before where I had absolutely nothing. Jumped on my bike in the dank February morning, cycling back the road there, getting my cup of coffee on my payday, and then sitting there looking at the mountains going, when is this ever going to get better? Today I'm sat in my studio looking around me thinking, this is the way it is right now and it is getting better. I can see a way out of it. I can see a way forwards and I'm going to be keeping my head down, integrating and making a network with the right people, doing the work that I need to be doing. My life is about the actions that I put into it today. I tell you that I'm a podcaster and I'm doing a podcast right now. Motivational speaker. I've hit the floor so many times that I have managed to get back up and I show a sense of resilience in doing so. One day I might get on a stage of being a motivational speaker. I would love to. Entrepreneur. People laugh in my face when I say that. You ain't got two apenies to rub together. You've got no business sense whatsoever. I own two companies, Wild Atlantic Ways Media and Delta West Fitness. What I do with those companies is what I'm working on right now. Wild Atlantic Ways Media is having a rebrand. It's gone away from the um, the namby-pamby crap that was going on there once upon a time with people scheming and dreaming of flying helicopters but not lifting a finger in doing so. I grew up in a school of hard knocks. I know what it's like to jump on a bike and have absolutely nothing. And I'll go even further. I know what it's like to lie there at 10 o'clock at night with your stomach rumbling and the hunger pangs coming in to get your breakfast roll the next day because for the last six days you've not been able to afford food. That is what real hardship is like in my eyes. And I never, ever want anybody to go down that avenue ever, ever again. When I set up Wild Atlantic Ways Media and formulated the community radio station, it was to give people an opportunity to create a network and a bond and unify between, through the platform of creative media and radio creation. I've seen this as a success going forwards. My project was stolen and used as a personal vendetta to show people that they were indeed successful. Somebody approached me there recently and said to me, why are you backing away from the whole radio project? And I just turned around to them and I said, am I? 
I said, am I backing away from it? Or am I just simplifying the situation and gaining the understanding and knowledge that when I go back out into it and do it again, I will have a quality, successful team behind me. And I went, oh, I said, you want to make programs? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get content together. Let's showcase what we got. Let's be proactive people in making this happen. I engaged with somebody who had a media degree. And I realized today that a degree is not even worth the paper it's written on because that person doesn't have a transferable qualification or skill to their name. They don't know how to plug in a chain of audio, the input to the output to this, to that, the other. You stand there, you hear a lot of feedback going on and you turn around and say, that's not good. Shut that down right away. What's wrong with that? And you're going, really? And then you've got those who, well, I'm not going to go into it because it doesn't warrant me wasting my breath. All I can say is, it's all down to the wording, the selling point and everything else like that. When you're used to driving a Reliant Robin or a Kia or whatever the low budget cars are, you'd be hard pressed to feel the luxury of an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, a Maserati, a Lamborghini a Mercedes, a BMW. And there is a massive difference between the two of them. Recently, I have been working with a set of Pro Tools for music editing and production that are second to none. The price tag is hefty on them. And I've just made the purchase into buying them because I believe this going forwards. And just at that moment where you get that element of doubt, there's always a light shined in. Somebody contacted me there yesterday evening. I've just produced a track and I need some feedback on it. Could you give a listen to it and give me some feedback? Sure, no problems whatsoever. I will do that for you. And I am in the process of doing it. And I will get back to them by the end of the day with an analysis of what I do. I didn't have to go chasing for that, like I did with other people. I went to one individual there recently, and I offered to do an evaluation of his track. Because it was edited by one told former Wild Atlantic Ways Media person. And when I started putting these pro tools to work on it, I realized why the college professor that I spoke to and put this to and asked about the mastering phases turned around and told me to bin it. Absolute dire. Absolute dire. And I don't like putting anybody down like that in that respect. Everybody deserves a chance. And yet when you think that you're some kind of lyrical genius and you can't string two notes together on the guitar that's worrying that really is worrying 
I've heard a lot of very, very good musicians throughout my 38 years in the world. A lot of local bands and things like that. And it reminds me of the Bohemian Rhapsody, and I probably mention this, what makes you different to every other wannabe rock band out there. Everybody is the same, but you need to stand out from the crowd. In the 160,000 internet radio stations, everybody's the same. You have to stand out from the crowd. Otherwise, you just blend in and you just become part of the furniture. And I believe today that I have that capacity to stand out from the crowd because I'm not afraid to be different. I'm not afraid to confront my own inner feelings, be my true self and be completely loyal to myself. I have no problems whatsoever in going forwards and promoting my business to the way it needs to be promoted. And yes, other people may copy. It's not going to be delivered in the same passionate way as what I would deliver it. There's a lot of work to do to get to that point. And I've set myself a budget going forward for Wild Atlantic Ways Media. That I can work towards action and make happen. When I spoke to a world-renowned recording studio and told them that I was setting up on the southwest coast of Ireland. Eyes lit up. Oh my God, I can't wait to be doing business with you going forwards. Yeah, well, this is the problem, what I'm looking at. What kind of money do we need to uh, make this successful? And they told me, in not so uncertain terms, a nice six-figure sum that I needed to make this happen. And now I start looking as an entrepreneur and going, so how can I make that happen? What steps can I take to getting myself out there on the circuit and on the scene and promoting myself as an artist, as a DJ, as a producer? All the things I've yet to do all the things that I have not experienced because I never believed in myself. I remember being in college and doing human resource, talking about interviews and selling yourself. And I couldn't sell myself for anything. Why would anybody want to know me? And that was the excuse that I was met, met with. Now I can sell myself. Now I have that ability that I believe in myself to do it. So with that said, I am going to leave it there because I am kind of waffling on. I hope you got something constructive out of this. As I say, these episodes are meant for identification, inspiration, and kind of motivating you to be the best version of yourself. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe, look after yourself, and take care.